0: Glenn Beck, the place
1: radio network. Today it's like 95 percent more doc. In fact, I think the only program I'm not filling in on is uh, Stunt Brain show. Michael Palco. joins us now. How are you, sir?
0: I'm calling to see if you wouldn't mind filling in for me tonight. I have a small family emergency. <sighs>
1: yeah, what the heck? I'm doing Pat Stewart when I get off here. I did my show this morning. Sure, why? I'm, I'm really the only person here today. I'm running the cameras. Will no, you: you can't see Will it, you but, be yeah. filling in for Tommy tonight? <laughs> that's right. I am actually think that's Lawrence B. Jones tonight. Is, uh, how's he gonna,
0: wait, how's he uh-huh. going to fit into that dress?
1: You know what? It's, it's really done with mirrors, Mike, and smoke. There's smoke and mirrors. It's both of them.
0: Okay. I yeah. suspected that, but it's good to get mm-hmm. confirmation.
1: So, Mike, hashtag Al Gore's next film. Okay, uh, we're going to get this thing training. Hashtag are you, are, Al Gore's next film. Are you ready? Yeah. What do you got? The,
0: the internutty professor.
1: The internutty professor. I've got to tell you, it's weak, Mike. It's weak. I, I've expected more from you. I'm all right. How about,
0: th- how about this? Gornucopia. <laughs> it's kind of a slasher film <laughs> where he gets all bloodied.
1: It's a gornucopia of all kinds of fun stuff. We throw in some climate change. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Fantastic and stuff.
0: You're still not digging the inter professor. I think it's an homage to Jerry Lewis in that interview, <laughs> that he, painful interview he did this week, and Al Gore's inventing the internet. So, you know. Uh-huh. I have one more.
1: Yes, sir. What do you got?
0: An Inconvenient Store. It's the sad tale of an insignificant former politician who runs a 24-hour gas station and store on the edge of the Mojave Desert.
1: I like that you actually have the storyline for it. It's, it's not just the, uh, the <laughs> film name. You've got the yeah. subtitle. You've got the plot summary for us. Yeah, it's, I've have, got
0: the, it's the elevator pitch. You know, when you get you in can- the elevator, <laughs> you have to give the pitch to the executive. You have to tell them what you're thinking. An inconvenient store. And it uh. is both. And what better place to relegate Al Gore than the edge of hell at the Mojave Desert?
1: Snow for the well, the Sahara. First time in what thirty some years? Snow. Yeah, but can't you can't you see, you're, mm. Doc? You're
0: mm-hmm. you're driving or you're wandering through the Mojave, right? And mm-hmm. you see on the on the horizon. You've been lost in the Mojave for days, lost living in off it. the water inside of cactuses that you slice right. open, and you see what you believe. It, you think it could be. Could it be a mirage? And you you walk inside this sort of air conditioned, run down convenience store and there's right. a pudgy senior citizen. He goes, Would you like some um, would you like some beef jerky?
1: And I like the it. only thing you're think thinking you got is, something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think but I it could be some sort of gay prostitution house. It could also be that's, that's in the back.
1: They, yeah. they, it's kind of a twofer, you know. That would type you
0: of like thing. some beef jerky? Wink, Which is wink. also
1: the code word if you want to go in the back. Yes, yeah, that's see? also the same thing. It uh, an convenience
0: store way. with Al Gore.
1: Interesting. It really is the pro- plot summary that made it. Now that you sold it to me, oh, I got to get off of my floor. Have your people call my people. We'll make that happen. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, this time of the year is always uh, odd and interesting because everything kind of slows down. You don't have a lot of people at work. Uh, the government kind of shuts down weeks ago. Um, what's going on at The Blaze that we need to be aware of? Theblaze.com, what news-type items should we be aware of?
0: We are following everything, Doc. We're following everything as it relates to the news coming out of uh, Germany, if there's any updates on the, the people I think they we have got arrested. Hmm?
1: Yeah, we got a guy now, a picture. We got an identity that they're promoting. I yeah, think that's you, at The Blaze.
0: You should be worried about that, and here's why. Usually in in the international situation. When when there's a terrorist attack, and this is Germany's worst terror attack in its history, when there's a terror attack, the police in Europe has a tendency not to put out a name or a picture because they don't want that, that guy or the cell he's associated with to activate and go into hyperdrive because it's likely they had other stuff planned. And so... This tells you how little they know about his whereabouts. They put out a picture, his name, and a reward of 100,000 euros. And so that leads you to believe, my God, they have no idea where he is. And they're worried that other events are about mm. to be kicked into gear. So Mike, it's That's very, a good point. Very...
1: It's, it's worried. You're right. But it, it could also be something else bad in that they know by releasing it, it could be bad. But they have something that they believe could be so bad that they're rolling the dice to say, let's go get him before that happens or try to find him. I mean, I see mainly bad that they released it, like that they're yeah. that worried.
0: Yeah, they, they actually have to weigh the positives and the negatives on this because he's part of a cell, and there's now a story that ISIS worked on his escape. So they're, they're wondering if he got out of Germany, and he's somewhere else, say, in one of those Belgian cells, where the Paris attacks earlier this year were planned. And if that's the case, those are dangerous because they supply weapons, money, and cover.
1: Yeah, you're right. And the the Belgian cells were responsible for the Paris attacks yeah. they came across. And I don't know what it is about uh, Belgium that, that there are so many of these cells there. I well, don't know it's why, a, if it's more it's lax or. A,
0: it's a porous border, number one. You know, part of the Eurozone okay. includes the, the. If you've got a passport. For one country in the European Union, you easily just wander in and out of all the other countries. And that's why that when every time we found in the Middle East, every time we found one of these passport manufacturing operations that ISIS has, you get worried because they're churning out hundreds, sometimes thousands of them each month. And that means people are given passports who shouldn't be given passports. So this this is all a a, a domino setup. That they're worried, the European authorities and, and American too, are worried that this may trigger a whole bunch of other attacks that have been in the works.
1: I see, and you're reporting on this at theblaze.com as well. One of the top stories is Kelly Kellyanne Conway getting a position in the Trump administration, which shocked me that it's taken this long. I expected her to be up there. I don't know if she turned things down or what was going on. But Mike, her, tuttle, her title, her position, has me questioning some things. Is She's, she's going to be – she has the title of special counsel to the president. Yeah. Is that a standard position?
0: Yeah, it is. There are counselors. The president has lawyers, and every president has his own bank of lawyers, or his or her eventually in the future.
1: Is she and, an attorney? And, yes, she is. She's
0: a. You, a she you know, graduated Mike, I, from George Washington I didn't know that.
1: University Law School. She I, is, that was lost in the whole election to me? I didn't realize yeah. she was an attorney.
0: Yeah, she's a very accomplished woman, and for all the talk the left has given us about we have to have a woman break a glass ceiling, here you have a woman who should be lauded for leading a campaign as a campaign manager, successfully led a campaign that got a guy who everybody thought didn't have a chance to get elected, they got him elected. And she was at the head of that campaign. She is a very smart woman. She will be taking a key role in this White House as the uh, special counselor to uh mr trump president trump. i
1: mean listen you you have to give her so much credit for what she accomplished you don't have to like trump you don't like any of those things you know, like, it, that's beside the point she did an amazing job in working not just with a candidate that quote-unquote shouldn't have been elected by many people's account a candidate that was difficult in difficult times i mean he is not your candidate that it's easy all buttoned up whatever he was a loose cannon now that's part of his charm but that's really difficult when you're the spokesperson and they're like, hey, welcome to MSNBC. Ten seconds ago, your candidate just said this. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> you know, you got to start. Well, let me see what I can come up with. I'm sure what he meant was, you know,
0: that's difficult. Yeah. How many times do you think Kellyanne Conway over the last six months said, what Mr. Trump meant was. <laughs> yeah,
1: pass the meth. What he meant was. <laughs> Mike, uh, I see something at the blaze that dot uh, com that. Man, this is so frustrating. On one hand, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to give the guy publicity. But on the other hand, I feel like we got to talk about it because there's so many odd little pieces to it. The, the guy who claims to be Muslim, I'll take him at his word that he is, who accused Delta Airline of an anti-Muslim sentiment. Um, with the, he, they, they stand up on an airplane and he takes a little selfie video of himself claiming they just said anti-Muslim stuff or whatever it was. That ended up being a hoax, right?
0: It ended up being a hoax. And this guy, uh, I, I am going to say his name because I want everyone to know what a jack wagon he is. His name is Adam Salah. And here's the kicker in this, Doc. The video he posted yesterday morning started going viral almost immediately, like 2,000 Facebook uh, retwe- Facebook likes and retweets on Twitter within an hour. And then within a couple of hours, there were 24,000 retweets. This guy standing on a plane yelling about being kicked off because he was speaking in Arabic to his mother. That's what
1: it was. That's what it was. They said he he was speaking Arabic. He
0: he was claiming he only used one word. He said it was racial profiling. He said the people were racist. He said it's white people who complained. And I'm watching this going, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Nobody and nobody's telling this guy to shut up. No one's saying uh, a word to him. And there are are airline officials, Delta officials on either side trying to get him off the plane. I immediately went to YouTube and checked out his background. This is a guy who's been – he's got a lot of followers, like Mm -hmm. millions of followers. And he makes money creating controversial videos like in 2014 when he made one called Racial Profiling Experiment where he and a friend
1: dressed in Western
0: clothing fought in front of a cop and nothing happened. Then they put on traditional Muslim garb, and the cops allegedly only interfered interfered when they saw the guys looking like Muslims. So uh, HuffPost fell for this. Uh, Brian Stelter on uh, CNN fell for this. Uh, Several news organizations and news, I'm using air quotes, posted this and said, this is horrible. This is terrible. This is why white Americans are so evil, basically. I'm paraphrasing. But then Delta... Delta's like, wait a wait a second. How about you get both sides of the story? After the plane landed, the crew was debriefed, passengers' statements taken, and based on what Delta collected, it looks like the customers who were removed, the Salah and his friends, were trying to create a disruption. They were yelling in the cabin. Yep. They were doing yep. provocative behavior. And Delta says, I don't care who you are. You can't run around the plane yelling and causing trouble. That, that is risking the, the safety and comfort of everybody else, so they took him off the plane.
1: And yeah, it's I not how you're Delta. yelling or what you're yelling or in what language you're yelling. It's that you're yelling and creating a disturbance. But, Mike, here's the thing. I think Delta needs to sue this guy. They need to, they need to sue him for potential losses because they were getting hammered online and people saying, um, I'm never flying Delta again and boycott Delta and all of this stuff. They need to sue him. That's the only way this, this jack wagon, as you put it, they're going to shut him down. Yeah, this is not helping. Sorry.
0: How about how's about Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook and the people at Twitter decide that you're going to stop fake news, as they have told us in the past two weeks, that they are going to be proactive in putting the clamps on fake news. How about you make this guy uh, convict number one? That you're going to yep. put him now, – now remember Milo on Twitter. Milo said some horrible things about actress, comedian Leslie Jones. He's right. been banned for Twi- from Twitter for life. He's still banned from Twitter. This guy was trying to create a fake outrage over a fake crime. Uh, he created real wow. outrage, and it, it could have caused Delta problems uh, both financially and just tarnished their image going forward because how many people know now People that just Mm -hmm. forwarded it and didn't do the follow-up that this was phony. All
1: right, Michael Palka, it's at StuntBrain on Twitter. Are you on the air tonight?
0: Uh, I'm on the air tonight, and you need to do what uh, you've been asking people to do for yourself. Go to TheBlaze.com, click on Channels, and follow me because I'm woefully behind Doc Thompson.
1: Is stalking him is fine as well. Follow or stalk either
0: Absolutely. one. Absolutely. You can dox me too. Just put my address up anywhere. I'm kidding, please. <laughs> kidding, Doc. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Sur- Services. at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645.